Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, from the talking heads on TV to that one coworker who knows everything to your second cousin whose uncle is a bank teller, everybody has retirement advice. What do you think? We took to the streets to ask regular folks about retirement and how well they are prepared. That and more coming up. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Everybody, this is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sodal. Joining me today is Joseph Lanza. Joseph is a fiduciary with uh, Retirement Wealth. Eric, off on the special business once again. Uh, hi, Joseph. How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. I mean, this is, uh, I like this, where, you know, we take to the streets, we ask folks what they're thinking, and we're going to get something from you as well. But uh, since we last spoke, uh, there have been some, been a little more inflation news and um, kind of good inflation news, I guess, huh? Yeah, I mean, inflation is starting to is going down month over month. And I think a lot of people are forgetting that. And the market wants to see that what the Fed is actually doing by raising interest rates is working in with the actual inflation rate as well, because the whole reason that they're raising these rates is for inflation to actually go down. So I actually pulled the stats from starting from June of last year, we reached our highest point of inflation, which was at 9.06%. Okay. Every single month from them, from then, when we've been reporting inflation, that has continued to go down. So it went to 8.5, then 8.2. Every single month, there's never been an increase. And in March, we were at 4.98, the lowest we've been in, in quite some time Oh, my now. gosh. That is really a significant difference. Yeah, and it, it's showing that what the Fed is doing is actually working, and the market is responding pretty positively to that. I mean, we see the S&P is up over 7% year to date. And this is where people that were not positioned correctly last year, maybe they were too conservative and their conservative investments even uh, took a big hit. They didn't change out of that. You know, bonds and cash are not recovering as quickly as the overall or general stock market is recovering. And people are starting to see that just within, you know, we're almost at the close of the four month mark for this year. And we're already up you know, over that 7% mark on the S&P 500. So people are starting to realize and I think they're starting to see how important asset allocation is and that they want to take advantage of wherever is providing the most opportunity in the market. Okay. Well, I mean, so these are good things. This is a good trend. We like to see that. And, you know, they're, again, causing less panic, I would suppose, and uh, certainly giving you some more opportunities to strategize uh, to, you know, enhance those retirement pieces. Yeah, I think a lot of people are still fearful of the market and they're still fearing inflation. Um, But when you pull up these stats, it's kind of hard to. It's like, well, it, it is going down, you know, but everybody still has such a negative outlook on the U.S. economy and what the stock market is doing. And they constantly um, are sometimes forgetful that the U.S. stock market is different and moves further ahead of the actual economy. Right. So now we're seeing where inflation is going down month over month over month. But the market has already been factoring that in and has seen green for the past four months. Nice. So it's moving ahead of the actual economy. And I do think we're on pace if the inflation does keep going down, if they don't have to raise rates and we can actually stabilize and continue to get that inflation rate down, that we're going to be setting ourselves up for a good end of this year. Do you think that uh, that bodes well for uh, continued rate hikes from the Fed? Um, I think that they're, I mean, what they say they're going to do and what they actually end up doing are often two different things, right? right so right. they're talking about maybe having another one in May um, or not. If they do have another one in May, then I think it's going to continue to decrease inflation at a faster pace. Um, But really, when they decide to actually pause rates and they're serious about it, I think that's when the market is really going to see an even stronger recovery. All right. Well, let's let's be optimistic and and, uh, keep that in mind. Folks, if you want to reach out, it's 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Well, Joseph, uh, we again, we took to the streets. We talked to folks about how they are preparing for retirement. And uh, according to a survey by the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies, only 17 percent of workers are confident they'll have enough money to retire comfortably. 56 percent plan to work past age 65 or don't plan to retire at all. So we asked a number of people how they are planning for retirement. Well, it's a pretty comprehensive plan that takes into account um, all of our assets, real estate, everything. I'm going to work as long as I can and then I'm going to enjoy My grandchildren, great-grandchildren, that's my plan. I've got rental properties, stock account, savings, 
bonds? Um, we are saving money out of our monthly paycheck and trying to slowly start building up a savings. Well, there you go. Uh, it's an interesting perspective. Uh, the one uh, older woman talking about just, well, her plan is to spend time with her kids and grandkids. There's no mention of income, however. Yeah. I mean, uh, working until you can't anymore isn't really a plan. No. Right? And that's that's the whole reason why we're setting up these financial plans and income plans is to show people, OK, at this age, you can confidently retire based on these assumptions. Right. Let's factor in your cost of living, how much you're actually spending each year. We're going to have to factor in inflation on that taxes, especially if all your money is being saved in 401ks or um, 457s, wherever that account's uh, money is coming from, there might be a tax liability on that as well. We have to be factoring that in. So we always want our clients and anybody that we're working with to be confident before they actually decide to make that decision. It's kind of like taking that big jump, right? Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that when somebody does take that jump, they're confident enough to say, okay, I know that in my plan is not, well, I'm going to work part-time here. Because is it doable for a lot of people? Yes. But we find that a lot of people, once they actually do take that jump and they start enjoying retirement, the last thing they want to do is be a part-time consultant or do another type of laborious job that you know is going to prevent them from seeing their family or traveling with their spouse. So the retirement plan and the income plan is actually what sets up and builds that confidence to show somebody once you do make this jump into retirement, you won't ever have to go back to work. Sure. Well, let's hope. I mean, that becomes part of the plan and that becomes part of a conversation that you have with clients as well, isn't it? As far as, you know, a timeline, a time horizon and, and to, to, to achieve that. Right. And it's different for everybody. It's like putting that puzzle piece together. And we see, I mean, to this day, it, it blows our minds because there's so many people that will come in that are working even with other independent financial advisors, not even some big box firms sometimes. And, you know, they have somewhat, they feel like a sophisticated portfolio, but then we get into their plan and like, well, that's why we're here. We don't have a plan. You know, we get these right. statements, we get these statements every month or even sometimes, and sometimes they're in retirement already. And they're like, you know, we decided to retire, but our advisor never actually let us know, you know, here's your plan. Here's how your projections of how everything is looking uh, through the rest of your life. They're not factoring any type of goals, any type of achievements that that retiree wants to set. And they're just getting those statements every single month in the mail. And that's not a real plan, right? You get, you know, you get those statements in the mail and you're like, oh, it looks good. We, we made money this past month. But what does that really mean? What is that doing for you in, in the long run is when you're looking 25, 30 years down the line? Is that money going to actually be able to keep up with inflation, keep up with what you want to actually continue to pull from that account? Sure. Well, uh, you know, one of the ways that we can generate income, and we certainly talked about this, and I know you guys at Retirement Wealth, um, you will use an annuity if it makes sense, and uh, but you certainly uh, vet it, we'll say that, right? Right, because you know the first step whenever you're analyzing an annuity is well, what what's the insurance company that's behind it? Right, because what an annuity is for people that maybe are unsure is it's actually a contract between the client and that insurance company that is stating, okay, well, we're going to give you X amount of you know the client normally gives X amount of dollars to the insurance company up front, and then the insurance company is going to guarantee or project a certain type of income to that client. Well, so and for, it, yeah. Go so ahead. the first thing that we really do is actually vet that company. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, Steve, but Colorado Bankers Insurance, Colorado Bankers Life Insurance okay. has been in the news lately. Um, the first thing that we do is we, we look at the ratings of all these companies. And the ratings, there's thir third-party independent rating systems, about three of them that are big. And they go in and they rate this based on cash reserves and how well they've kept up with what they actually say that they're going to do. So we, own, we always work with A-rated companies. Now, Colorado Bankers and Life Insurance just made recent news because they were selling a lot of multi-year guaranteed annuities actually through um, commercialized banks. And a lot of these people, I think it's up to $2 billion now has been frozen in a lot of these annuity accounts. Oh my gosh, that's not good news. That's not, and it's due to the cash reserves of Colorado Bankers Insurance that they were poor. So one of my clients had brought this up to me. Obviously, we didn't use this in company, but they were, you know, asked what what is going on with this company, and I, within you know two seconds of a Google search, they had an E rating. So if you oh think about my. A B C D E, it's the lowest rating across the board essentially for these insurance companies' third-party rating systems. Right. So and, you know, and and the there was one advisor who is behind a lot of it who is in quite some deep trouble now 
but it's it's the vetting system that's the first thing that you have to do is making sure that whoever is actually offering this product or annuity is in good standings and they're they making sure that it's a notable company that is actually um, providing this sure well and uh when talk about annuities everybody's got an opinion don't they that's right. Yeah. I mean, people, it's kind of like one of those things. It's either that people love them or they hate them. Right. Well, again, that's certainly the case with uh, with us as well. And well, let's see what people are thinking about annuities. What are your thoughts on annuities? I don't like them. Why, why do you not like them? Well, annuities tend to pay the broker or the salesperson a lot of money. And anything that pays a big commission is not generally good for the client. So what do you think? I, I mean, you know, he, he, I guess he makes sense, right? Yeah, there's definitely certain um, products out there that are going to offer a higher commission to the broker. And like he said, who, what interest are you really working in? And that's when you get into making sure that you're dealing with a fiduciary or independent advisor. You know, when we're working with insurance companies, we're not pigeonholing ourselves to just one. There's a lot of firms out there, and I'm not name dropping or anything, but they're they're limited to the actual companies that they can work with. They're only allowed to work with one company and provide that. When you're an independent, especially a fiduciary, which means you're working in your client's best interest before your own, you actually should be searching multiple companies and finding which insurance annuity best fits your client's needs. And you can look for through many different companies in order to find that. So you want to make sure that you're working with a fiduciary to make sure that, you know, the product that they might be putting you in is not the exact same as the person who just came and sat down before with them, because that's the only product that they have been putting a lot of these clients into. Of course. Well, again, on that note, Joseph, we need to take a quick break, but we can continue our conversation right after that. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, folks. Take advantage of it. It's 800-779-1942, how you get the ball rolling. You'll be able to get that comprehensive financial review, no cost, no obligation. Just make the phone call, 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're coming back. We've got more to talk about here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, creating income in retirement is critical. The question becomes, how can we generate regular, dependable income in retirement? We'll break it down when we come right back. are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Joseph Lenza is here. Joseph is a fiduciary, part of the independent firm that is known as Retirement Wealth. Eric Carney is uh, normally here along with Joseph. He is off on business today. We'll just say business. Uh, that is correct. And it could be monkey business, but we'll, we'll, we'll just <laughs> leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, anyway, so Joseph, we were t we let, when we, let, we ended the last segment, we were talking about annuities. We were kind of getting into some pros and cons. I'd like to continue that conversation, if you don't mind, and, and just kind of yeah. get your take on that. Yeah, I mean, because annuities, there's, there's so many different ones, and it, it's kind of like the stock market, right? You, when you're picking an individual stock, not all are bad. There can be some really bad ones that, are, that have performed really well not well. And then there can be some ones that are great and are, that, that fit a client's needs and annuities are the same way. Um, I think that there is one th one situation where majority of variable annuities are looked down upon and we you know agree with that. If we're going to use an annuity, we're often going to use a fixed index annuity, which offers you know zero downside and limited upside potential. That's mm -hmm. really what fits the strategies that we're trying to provide for somebody. But there are a lot of, of pros when it comes to annuities. They're not for everybody. You know, they're not going to, we always say they're not going to make you rich. They keep you rich. They're really used for capital preservation. And you can build that strategy around it because it, it builds that guaranteed income for your life. Right. And what that does is, you know, with the recent, in the past 20 years, I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest stories when it comes to retirement is pensions are kind of unheard of. 
And you don't you don't see or hear of pensions as much anymore unless you're a government employee. So a lot of times we will use annuities to replace a pension like uh, income. And what it can also do is it provides that gap because if somebody has Social Security coming into them and even if they do already have a pension, that may not be enough on if you're looking at even on a monthly basis. Right. So what factoring in that annuity can do is say, okay, well, you know what? Let's use an, an annuity to pro- provide them with an extra $1,000 or $1,500 a month of income. And that's going to give them that good gap to where for the next you know, five to 10 years, we really don't need to touch their brokerage accounts. And we can actually use that for straight accumulation while we use the withdrawal strategy from the annuity. Right. I mean, again, those are all strategies that you have and that that you can help put in place for us. Right. And there's so many different tools that you can use. And this is why I really love this job is because you can get, you know, I'm very passionate about this. Everybody that works here, Eric, Donna, Autumn, we're all passionate about what we do and all the different tools that we can use for building out these plants. Um, A great strategy that we we use and we see a lot of people using is last year when the market was in turmoil you know, they always say the last thing you want to do when the market is in turmoil and you're down a lot in your brokerage account is sell, right? You don't want to you don't want to sell out of those investments while the general market is low. But if you're pulling income from your accounts, what are you supposed to do, right? right. You're kind of you're kind of forced to still keep selling off of those investments and use those for your monthly withdrawal. So, if people had a strategy where they had some sort of income producing annuity last year and maybe it wasn't even turned on, what you could have done was, while the market was low, turn on that annuity. So now you're starting to get money from that annuity instead of having to sell off of your investments. And your investments are going to recover you know, over time while your annuity is just what's paying you income. Because as we know, one of the downsides to annuities is, well, there's limited upside potential. Right. You're not going right. to be you're not going to you know, nobody's bragging about the crazy returns that they're getting in their in their annuity. <clears throat> and we're going to be you know, we're transparent about that as well. That's what an annuity is. It has a payoff. You know, the, the other con that a lot of people talk about is some of these have high fees. The ones we use generally have little to no fees in them, but that gets into the variable annuities. A lot of those are charging higher fees. And, you know, I think the main thing that people kind of associate with annuities is the lack of liquidity. Right. When they put that money and they when they give that money to that insurance company, they're not actually it's not 100 percent liquid to them anymore. But the thing is, when you're building a strategy, you know, the goal is not to ever dump 100 percent of somebody's investable assets into an annuity. That's not really a strategy. No. Right. What a strategy is, is finding out what that percentage is. If an annuity fits their situation, that looks good in an annuity and they still have more than enough liquid assets in case anything happens that they can pull from. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, lack of liquidity. And then you already touched on this, but the limited growth potential. But again, to just have growth at all and no downside, that to me is a win. And I think last year, a lot of people really saw the value in that. I mean, it was hard. I think people it was hard for people to see that in years like 19, 20 and 21, you know, when the S&P is performing double digits. Um, people might have found that, uh, why would I really go into something right now that has limited upside potential when I can take full advantage of the market? But that's kind of like that greed mindset, right? When the market is. is good, nobody's when the market's good, nobody's thinking about the downside uh, risks that are associated with the market. And then when when the market is bad, everybody, people, it's hard for them to be optimistic. It's kind of funny how our our behavioral finance minds work, right? It's whatever's going on in the current market is how we're going to how our outlook is happening. And normally, it's the exact opposite, right? Sure. Well, and again, so on that note, we're talking about getting income in retirement, that sustainable, uh, predictable um, income that we need. And there are ways to do that. And of course, one of them is the uh, the pension or an annuity. I mean, they basically are the same kinds of things. But let's touch on pensions for a second for those fortunate enough to have them. Yeah, if people have a pension, you know, you want to make sure that see if there's a cost of living is that cost of living adjustment or a COLA that people might refer to it as that can go up each and every year. And then the other thing that is important about a pension as well is the survivorship on it. Are you making sure that if something happens to you, your spouse is going to continue to get that pension? And all these things are being factored into our financial plan. And it really determines, it's going to determine how much income you're getting, obviously. But then is that enough? You know, do we have to actually pull any money on top of that from any of your investments or your actual brokerage accounts? But if somebody is lucky enough to receive that pension, sometimes a lot of people feel like, well, you know, I have this pension, but I don't really feel rich in retirement. 
And that's kind of that mindset because they're not getting that lump sum, right? But they right. are guaranteed that pension for the rest of their life. So that is an extremely valuable thing. And a lot of those people should feel very fortunate for being offered that through their employment. Sure. And uh, so let's talk, when we talk about income, guaranteed income, really the only way you can say that with, uh, with enthusiasm is when it comes to Social Security, because that, that's going to come no matter what. <laughs> I think you're going to make a lot of people uh, upset by saying that, Steve. <laughs> some people, Some people don't want it to be factored into their plan nowadays. Uh, but, do they really? Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's quite a few people out there, actually, that are, that are not very optimistic as far as Social Security oh. comes, which I think is a, is a bit too much gloom and doom, right? Right, I think I do so think too. that there's going to be changes to it. You know, it could be taxed heavier or maybe even at a different rate. Um, or they could even start taxing employees that are currently working at a heavier rate for it to keep up with that. And I mean, the really the, the biggest issue is because 10,000 baby boomers retire every single day. So people are getting worried about the reserves of the government that they're going to be able to keep paying that out. Um, but I, I still think that it's going to be there for quite some time. It's just the government's going to have to find new ways to generate revenue, which the only way they know how to do that is start taxing more. Right. Well, and again, we've certainly walked down that path a time or two. And um, but that gets into strategies for generating income. And that is a withdrawal strategy that's part of an overall picture that, again, is what you sort of in integrate into our into our plans. Right. The plan is what tells us, OK, well, if they do have to withdraw from their portfolio, which most people do. Right. That's why they're building up that nest egg is because right. they do have to withdraw some of that money out of there. How much is that going to be? So really, it's almost like it's almost like we're treating everybody's situation like they're their own individual business. And a lot of people, if they look at their, their situation this way, it can start to make a lot more sense. You have income coming in from things like social security, pensions, maybe annuities, whatever it may be, rental properties. And then you're going to have your expenses, just like how a business would. And we have to sit down and figure out what those expenses are. And I know we're going to talk a little bit more about those expenses later. But then we were left with a surplus or a deficit for that given year. And that's exactly how we view it. Okay, how much is that surplus or how much is that deficit? For most people, it's going to be a deficit. That tells us exactly how much we have to pull from their separate brokerage accounts or IRAs, whatever type of investment accounts that they have. And then once we have this number, we can start projecting out year over year when we start factoring in inflation and taxes. If that account is going to be able to provide that much income for the client. And so it, it, even before they get into retirement, we're doing this, right? We have a lot of clients who are in their 50s or early 60s who aren't retired yet. And we're already looking at withdrawal strategies because we want to ensure them that their, you know, their current contribution rate is high enough. Are they right. saving enough money each year to actually be able to do that? But we also work with a lot of retiree who people who are already retired, and maybe they haven't even gotten that plan. So then it's more or less of, Am I spending too much money a year? Am I spending too, you know, can I be spending more? Uh, what could I be doing with this extra money that I have as far as investment goes? So everything really and everything we talk about on the show, I feel like we say it a lot, but everything always kind of draws back to that plan. You know, when we're when we're working with somebody, that initial income plan that we're building for them is kind of like the first stepping stone where we're going to constantly go back to and say, OK, well, we know X, Y and Z about this client. So we can suggest this right. and everybody's situation is going to be different. There's no such thing as a cookie cutter plan. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, folks, if you'd like to have that conversation, now would be a time to give Joseph a call and, and make it happen. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic, folks. Make that phone call today while you're thinking of it. It's 800-779-1942. An opportunity for you to really sit down and get a comprehensive financial review, no cost, no obligation. And you'll see that you now have a roadmap that'll help guide you, help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're back. We've got more on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza right after this. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, 
we just outlined some strategies to generate dependable income in retirement. This time, we're going to highlight some key items to make sure you include in your budget. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. WealthWorks Radio is the program. Uh, Joseph Lenz is here. Joseph, a fiduciary, independent, part of Retirement Wealth. Eric Carney, who is normally with Joseph, is off on uh, business today, and uh, but always having a great conversation with Joseph, uh, as always. And uh, so, okay, right. Last segment, we talked about that steady, dependable, uh, you know, uh, sustainable income. Right. So mm -hmm. now let's talk about that budget and where those, where that sustainable income is going to go. Right. Right. Because this is this is really the the baseline of why you need retirement income it's well why do you need that much and it's figuring out your budget first that also determines okay well am i going to have enough income or do i need to look for new income strategies and so i think a lot of people often underestimate how much they're currently spending especially when they're working and there you know a couple of years ago or maybe over a decade now there was a lot of things in finance coming out about you know your oh well your replacement wage in retirement it's going to be you know, whatever you're spending now is you're only going to spend about 60 to 70 percent of that in retirement. Right. Well, working with clients on a daily basis, we find that to be, you know, extremely untrue. Why are you spending less money now? You, you, some people spend more money in retirement than they do during their working years. Well, sure. And that doesn't surprise me. I mean, why not? Because that's called the go-go years and for a reason. Right, exactly. I mean, what is really stopping? You're, you're saving gas by not driving to work. <laughs> I mean, you're still driving other places, right? You're, mm -hmm. not to, you're not having to buy clothes for work. I mean, it doesn't really make sense. If anything, now you're what you traveling four different four times a year. Uh, there's there's a a lot of things that you're going to start doing, especially if you are very active and have a lot of hobbies that could actually start costing you more money in retirement than you were spending during your working years. Sure, like golf, for example, because that's not cheap. It's an expensive hobby, that's for sure. It is. Well, one of the other one of the other costs that we have to certainly maintain is our housing costs, and depending on what your situation is, uh, you know that that becomes a big part of it. Yeah, you can. You know, should you pay off your home? Do you have rentals? Should you sell those rentals? Do you have vacation homes or second homes that you're saying, uh, you know, we're getting older now, are we going to use these? Do you want to gift those to your children or grandchildren eventually? Or maybe your plan kind of determines that. Well. You need those in order to keep your cost of living intact. So maybe we need to sell those second homes or start renting them out using that as a rental. Um, and we just had a gentleman come in not too long ago. Um, and I love scenarios like this because, you know, he has a lot of different rental properties and he has a bunch of different options that he wants to do with them. You know, he has about four different plans in his head that he's like, well, can you run me a plan if I do that? You know, I want to sell this one and then use that to build this one up and I'll live in this house for that time being, you know, and there's just a bunch of these different scenarios, right? But as me as a financial planner, you know, I'm writing this stuff down like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like, you know, I can't wait to build out these plans because it really is extremely rewarding when you can build something, somebody out, a strat, not only a strategy, but just show them visually, here's what it looks like if you go about doing that plan. Here's what it looks like if you go about not selling that and using it as a rental, you know, based on these assumptions. And you're able to take all these different ideas that were in someone's head and actually put them on physical paper and show them the difference in their bottom line. Here's how, you know, by the, by the end of your plan, the drastic effect that this can have, you know, and it can have millions of dollars worth of effects. If you, you know, if you're selling something now and investing it, or if you're rebuilding something and then renting that out, it has, you know, a bunch of different changes that I can make to your bottom line. But that's what we really like. And we find our clients value in us is that we're actually able to show them the numbers and the data of them going about doing that plan. Well, one thing we haven't touched on, we've been talking a lot about fun things, and uh, but now let's talk about healthcare, which is not so fun, but we have to maintain that. We have to include that. Right. And that's something that a lot of people uh, look past is they want to retire at 62 or 63, and they forget that, well, you're not going to be able to get on Medicare until 65. And unless your work plan allows you to stay on or pay a discounted rate from that 62 to 65 or whenever you want to retire before 65, that amount that you're going to pay for private insurance can be through the roof. I mean, we're seeing anywhere sometimes from clients from $900 a month for a single person to $1,100 a month. It's ridiculous for private health care. Um, so it's very important to talk with your work, talk with HR, find out what your options are. And some people even find that 
you know, we run it and we run the, the different scenarios for them is if you can do that, let's factor in that extra cost that that's going to cost you for, for actually retiring early. And sometimes people are like, you know, what, I want to stay on part time because I still get my benefits for the last three years or whatever it is in or until I can get on Medicare, because that's how big of a value it is for them and how big of an effect that can have on their bottom line. Of course, you mentioned transportation and, and obviously when we stop working, we're not going to work. We're not having those expenses. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we're going other places now and, and transportation can mean anything. Yeah, I mean, even the travel that you're that you're taking, are you factoring the, your travel into your financial plan? Something that a lot of people do is as they get older or as somebody gets more and more financially sophisticated, maybe they'll pay off a car when they're in their like late 50s, early 60s, and they're looking to retire. So then when we're talking with them and talking about their budget, they say, well, the car is paid off. Well, you're more than likely not going to drive that forever, right? You're going to eventually get a new car. So we have to factor that into the plan and also factoring in, okay, are they going to buy that new car cash? Are they going to finance it? What is that going to look like? So you have to keep in mind, most people at least, you know, typically are going to buy a new car every five to 10 years, I would say. So making sure that that's factored in the plan. So that way, you know, you don't have just a very basic plan and then like, you know what? I forgot that that I'm going to need to buy a new car within five years. (laughs) And then it throws your plan all out of whack. So there's all these different factors go into that. So we're talking budget or, as you like to say, that lifestyle expense report. And one of those things has to be food, uh, whether that's, uh, you know, special diet needs or or whatever. But we've got to budget that in. We've got to pay for that. Yeah, you can't forget that when you're thinking about your actual cost of living, you're not just thinking about, okay, well, my mortgage is this, my car insurance is this, and you know I have utilities as well. You actually have to keep living, right? That's right, <laughs> and exactly. you, need, you need food to keep living. Um, and not only you know what your grocery bill is costing you, but you'd be surprised at what you're spending. You know, oh, I get a coffee every morning, mm-hmm. or you know, I stop here and get some snacks here, or wherever it is. You know, you, you're going out to dinner two to three nights a week, maybe. That's a huge expense, and especially fun when you're in retirement, you're going to want to keep, you know, going out to dinner. You're going to want to keep having fun. So you're going to still have those expenses. And not only that, but Steve, all these expenses that we're talking about, the most important thing on top of that is that inflation is going to come into play on all of them. So, you know, if we've known, if we've noticed anything in the past two years, it's that your grocery bills probably went through the roof. Oh my gosh, I should say so. Yeah, I mean, people are going into stores and they come out like, what did I even get? And it's like, I spent I spent $50 on that. I went in for hairspray, you know, (laughs) and so and even with housing costs, some people, you know, if you if you still have a mortgage um, and if if it's a fixed mortgage, you're thinking, okay, well, my fixed mortgage, let's say is at two two grand a month. So I'm good. I'm going to run that in the plan. That's not going to have inflation on it. Well, you still have insurance. If you have a mortgage, you're going to be forced to to have insurance on that home. And then you also have property tax on that home. And if we notice anything in Southwest Florida, the past six months after that hurricane came through, almost everybody's insurance has been jacked up. And then because of real estate values going up, almost everybody's taxes have gone up quite a bit as well. So even the monthly payment that you're making for your home that you own is still going up. Absolutely. And then entertainment. That's a big part of retirement is, you know, let's do some fun stuff and let's budget for that, though. Let's make sure it doesn't hurt us in the long term. Yeah, figure it out now. And if you're if you're out there listening and you're, and you're still working, even uh, if you can figure out those types of entertainments that you want to have in retirement, it can be very crucial and help you save for that now. You know, if you want to have a big trip to Europe, maybe you want to take your whole family to Europe. You know, figuring out what that cost is now. We, and this is what we do for a lot of people where we're factoring in inflation on that as well, and we're factoring in okay, this this plan here shows you know a trip to Europe every two years, and then some type of domestic travel every single year. Right. And we're factoring that in now. That way, they if they're still working, they can change their savings rate. Maybe if they need to, maybe they need to put more money in their four hundred one k or start contributing to a Roth, whatever it is, in order to achieve that goal. Sure. And um, so let's talk debt repayment or just debt in general. How important is it to eliminate that or at least keep it to a minimum uh, as we get to retirement? Mm -hmm. Well, I think credit card debt is easily, you know, it's the easiest one to just say. Nobody should have that. You never want to keep that. You never want to keep that going. Um, Housing debt, having a mortgage has kind of been becoming more and more of an issue, obviously, with interest rates rising. Now they're going up, Um, yeah. If you were able to refinance your home or get into a fixed mortgage at about two to three percent, 
it's not that big of an issue, right? Because you're over time, your investment accounts and your investments should be earning you more than two or two to three percent. I mean, on average, they mm-hmm. should be over a long period of time. So you really, you know, it, it kind of your investments, it's more opportunistic for you to keep your money in your investments than it is to pay off that fixed mortgage. Now we're seeing people who were starting to get into mortgages that are between five and seven percent. And it makes it a little bit more tricky because now if your mortgage rate is higher than what your average investment rate has been on your accounts, that's when you're starting to actually lose money, right? Um, so it really depends on what your actual rate is on your mortgage. I would say that if you're over six, you you know, and, and don't get me wrong, you can always refinance your rate, right? You know, you're not married to your rate. As, as interest rates come down, which, you know, maybe not this year or even next year, but in the following years, interest rates will come down. You're going to be able to refinance that. But the, those five to seven percent mortgage rates are, are, are they hurt. Right. I mean, right. you're paying you're paying a lot of money in interest and that's not going to anybody but the bank. Right. Well, and again, uh, so let's talk. We also part of that strategy or part of our you know, we talked about plan strategies in the first segment, then this segment. Um, so taxes, we've got to have a tax strategy, and you guys are particularly good at that. Yeah, because we're good at it because it's it's so important, and we have to factor that in. I mean, majority, I would say majority of Americans save almost all their retirement investments in their 401ks while they're still working. Um, and even when they get, if somebody's a high income earner, a lot of times they're maxing out their 401ks for the tax deduction and they're just piling all this money in there and then they get into retirement and let's say somebody has to pull out a hundred thousand dollars a year from their 401k. Well, really if they're going to withhold 20%, they're having to pull out $125,000. And so that's a massive difference between <laughs> pulling out a hundred right. and that can, that can shed off years of your retirement plan. And so we're, you know, we care so much for taxes because if we don't, you know, then we would be in huge trouble as far as, you know, we can't show somebody a plan and say, you're going to be good. And then in reality, due to taxes, their plan is five years too short for what they want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, taxes are are not going anywhere. It's one of those things. What is it? It's one of those things you can't escape. I forget the uh, death and taxes. That's right. Those are the only two things that are guaranteed to you in life. Exactly. Death and taxes. You know, there are strategies that we can build for a tax-free income or tax-free buckets for people, and it can help offset any type of taxable income that they may have coming into them. And if that sounds good to you folks, give us a call. In fact, Joseph, let's open up the lines and invite folks to do just that. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Fantastic, folks. It's a phone call away. Make that call today, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. It's a comprehensive financial review, no cost, no obligation. Just take advantage of this opportunity, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. One more quick break. We're back with another segment here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Coming up next, our final segment, which means questions from you and answers from me. Stay tuned. everybody this is our final segment on wealth works radio with joseph lanza i'm consumer advocate steve sadal and uh, you know we said eric's off on uh, doing some business but your business continues to boom at retirement wealth joseph and and you guys just continue to to just sort of really charge on through this yeah we see uh, as time goes on we're finding a lot of people especially after last year are starting to realize how important it is to have that income plan and that financial plan in place um, when they were going through the three years before that, I think the market being up had kind of propelled people to say, well, my investments are doing good. I'm not going to make a change or, you know, I'm not going to go get a second opinion because my investments are doing great right now. 
But then you throw one down, you're in there. It's like throwing a wrench in the mix, right? And people start to realize, whoa, this can happen. And, you know, a down year like this is kind of due to happen again, right? It's not, oh, of course. it's probably going to happen again in the next 10 to 20 years. And so we have to be prepared for those. And we need to make sure that our income and what we're actually planning for in retirement is still doable. And they need to see that. They want to have that confidence with their advisor. So we're staying very busy. We see, we, you know, have a lot of people coming in to get second opinions or even people that have never worked with a financial professional before to get that income plan started. All right. 800-779-1942 is the number you can call to get your income plan started. And let's see what folks are thinking today. We start in Cape Coral with Aurelia. Um, she says, uh, coming on, uh, coming up on 59, uh, a couple mil across IRA, Roth IRA, 401k, Roth 401k, and ESOP, as well as 200,000 in my 401ks. I don't have a cash nest egg. I'm ready to retire, but I'm not sure how to do health care and bridge the gap. Uh, it's all in my retirement accounts I've got a great job, but I'm ready to make my exit. What are my best options? Wow, that's a lot of going on there. Yeah, there is. I think um, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, she's coming up on 59. You want to make sure that the ruling on all these retirement accounts that, that you have, so all the IRAs and the 401ks that you have, to pull out that money out of there without having a 10% penalty on top of if there's tax, you have to be over 59 and a half years old. So keep that in mind. You know, it's probably going to be in your benefit to work after 59 and a half, and maybe you can start then. But as far as healthcare goes, and we talked about this a little bit, Steve, in one of our previous segments, but you're going to want to talk to HR about that, having that, a continuing healthcare plan. Yes. See what your options are for actually continuing on that same plan and not having to move to a private healthcare plan, which could be insanely expensive. Right. Um, and, and, you know, Start an income plan now before you make that big decision. That's the biggest thing that I can stress before you go in there and say, you know what, I'm done and you quit. Have an income plan done just to make sure, even if you're confident already, even if you've ran one yourself, you know, it's complimentary to come into us and get an income plan done just to make sure that you are, you know, 100% have another set of eyes, look at your situation and say, you know what, you can retire right now and it's the smart and, and best decision for you to make. Sure. 800-779-1942, Aurelia, that is the number to call. And uh, let's move on to Otto in Bonita Springs. Otto says, I plan to retire at 63, take Social Security at that time. I am four years away now. I have a mix of financial accounts, so I'm looking for suggestions on how to best reconfigure or combine these accounts once I stop working. And how do you go about accessing your retirement funds? Do you move a once-a-month amount to your checking? Well, basically, I want an easy way to set it and forget it. Is that possible? Yeah, so the as far as monthly withdrawals go, we find the best way to go about that and how our clients like it to be done is going to be an ACH withdrawal every single month. So uh, automatic clearing house, which is going to be money that is going to go into your checking account every single month from your retirement account. Uh, and we always set up our clients to make sure that they still have a good amount of an emergency fund in their savings account, right? Nobody wants to be cash poor, if you will. You want to still have a decent amount and probably at least six months of expenses in your savings account. But we find that ACH monthly, one thing that it does is it helps with your sequence of returns. So looking at a year like last year and then going into this year, if you were forced to sell off your whole, you know, your whole yearly amount that you need at the end of last year, well, the market was pretty far down. So if you're going off of a yearly withdrawal system, now you're being forced to sell when possibly the market is extremely low. And now you're selling off those investments and that money that you just took capital that you just took out of your account doesn't get, isn't going to have the ability to recover anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, if you systematically did that on a monthly basis and you controlled your withdrawals, now you're selling at different points with where the market is at and it becomes a lot more um, sequenized of a smooth rate of return for your account. So there's not going to be, you're not going to be missing out on any type of recovery that could be happening. And we also find that Clients like it best this way because it's almost like it's replacing that paycheck, right? You get, you, you know, they know that the first of every month they have X amount of dollars coming into them. Right. And so it's, it's easy and helps them with their budgeting as well. Sure. Um, okay, Otto, give us a call, 800-779-1942, and uh, we move on to Bessie in Port Charlotte. Bessie says, I'll be retiring in 20 months. She's counting it down. 
Uh, my mm -hmm. pension is only taxed with the assumption that is my only source of income and doesn't take into account that I'm also drawing from my 457B. Is there any way to avoid what I am worried about will be a huge tax bill? Well, yeah, just work with the work with Joseph. Yeah, I think what she's trying to get at, too, is that um, it seems like her pension is set up to be withhold only so much taxes like it's her only source of income. Sure. Um, which should be be able to be changed as far as that goes about. And the best thing that you can do is, well, well how much are you going to be drawing from your 457? Right. So you actually the tax planning, what that what that means, what that does is you're actually managing somebody's tax brackets each and every year. So by doing so, we would say, OK, well, how much is your pension coming in? OK, well, how much do you plan to pull from your 457? And then we look at which bracket you'll be in. and We can start estimating what your taxes will actually be for that year. So a lot of tax planning is just year over year setting up and managing your tax brackets. All right. Well, then that becomes uh, that becomes part of the challenge then, doesn't it? Yeah, tax planning is just a big of a part of a plan as income planning is, right? Because it's just it's it's a huge part of that, and you don't want you know, you want to make sure that you're not throwing somebody into a much larger bracket, especially you know people talk about wanting to do a lot of Roth conversions and other types of strategies, but you know some of those strategies have cons to them as well. They could be good strategies, but they have to be executed the right way, and you always have to take into account well what is this client's tax bracket and factoring in okay if they do this. How much is that going to cost them? And you right. always want to make sure that it's going to be worth it. All right, uh, Bessie, there you go. It's uh, 800-779-1942. We've got time for another one here. Let's check in with Benjamin, who uh, comes to us from Fort Myers. Uh, Benjamin says, my previous advisor kept my IRA and annuity with one brokerage firm. And while this question may sound a little paranoid... Here I am calling to ask the question on the radio. So I'm sitting down with you in a few weeks and worry that my aforementioned advisor may be mad at me that I'm leaving and deny access to the funds. Is this something you would be able to handle for me? <laughs> yeah, well, let me just let me just say this is from the start, right? Yeah. The money's all yours. I mean, it's not theirs. Yeah, right. And uh, there, there should be nothing that they can do to withhold that or stop that from actually happening or transferring. If you if you make a decision, right, it's your money, it's your decision to make. So there should be nothing that they can do in order to, you know, prevent that from happening. And I will also say is that uh, if you're worried your advisor is going to like neglect your funds, uh, if you make a decision or you find out that you're sitting down with somebody else, then it's probably good that you're getting a second opinion because <laughs> it sounds a little bit psychotic, right? I mean, at the end of the day, this is a business, right? This is your money. You're, you have to do what's best for your situation. Um, and so there should be no hard feelings when it comes to something as important as your retirement and your life savings. Well, I think it comes down to the fact that we're just very emotional about our money it, it, and and I understand you work with somebody for a number of years or and to say, all right, I'm going to leave you. It's it's like a breakup, you know? Yeah, especially. And and but the th and the thing is, is that your advisor, the, the, I find that a lot of people work with advisors because they want that third party or that advisor to take be able to take the emotions out of right. investing. And they want to be able to take the emotions out of making bigger decisions. And that's, you know, a key role of what we do here is, you know, a lot of times our current client base comes to us and says, hey, I'm in the middle of making this decision from, you know, should I choose this or this? And we have to take the emotions out of it and say, well, let me just say this based on the numbers. Here's what's best to do. And it helps them and motivates them to make that right decision for themselves. Of course. So you want your advisor to now I'm not saying not be emotional, emotionally intact, but you don't want your advisor to be uh, emotional about you making any certain types of decisions, especially getting a second opinion. I mean, before we when we sit down with new people, we always say you should be interviewing probably at least two other advisors with us to see who's the right fit for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Because not everybody is the right fit for each other. And uh, we want to make sure that when somebody chooses and makes that huge decision to work with an advisor, they're going to be able to fulfill their needs and they feel most comfortable. Sure. Well, again, there, there you go. I, I, I like that answer. And Benjamin, uh, if you did, then give us a call. It's 800-779-1942. And we are out of time. Joseph, let's go ahead and uh, open up those lines one last time today. Thanks, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. 
Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That's fantastic, folks. This is your last opportunity today to make that phone call and grab your spot on the calendar with the folks at Retirement Wealth. 800-779-1942. Joseph, I'd love to hear from you. To get that comprehensive financial review, you just give us a call and say, hey, I need that complimentary review. No cost, no obligation. You're going to see what where you are today, but more importantly, they're going to help make you a roadmap to help guide you, to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Joseph, as always, a pleasure to be here. One of my favorite hours of the week goes by really quickly, whether it's with Eric and you or the two of you. This is just a fun hour. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Don't forget, have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.